Welcome to the podcast, A Moon in the Dark, with Ellen Blake. What do you do when you're given a challenging assignment? Join the conversation today and see how Mary responds to the challenge that God has given her. My favorite plan for flu season is prevention. So stop by Wynn's Pharmacy and see the variety of things that they have that can help prevent the flu. Of course, if you need a prescription, they can cover that too. WinsPharmacy.net. Today I'm sitting with Christina Connor and Courtney Turner. So great to be with y'all. Hello. Glad to be here. Yes. I wish this was a video so y'all could see all of these guests that I have on here because it's just precious to see women like these two, Christina and Courtney. Um, I've seen you over the years both trusting the Lord, trying to listen to what he's saying to you and obeying the best you can about what God has for you in whatever stage that you're in. And I've seen you both absolutely roll up your sleeves when it's time to do whatever God's saying. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't y'all agree? Absolutely. That you see that in each other for sure. Yes. You are hard workers and you are faithful in whatever God's calling, which is, can be different in different stages. So thank you for your example to me Mm. of how, how hard you're willing to work on what God said. So I've watched you both really do that. So thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about you and your families. You want me to go first? Okay. Um, This is Courtney and I am married to my high school sweetheart. So God gave him to me young so I could train him up well. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We have been married 24 years in May and we have a um, 10th grade son and an 8th grade daughter. And I, I probably resemble a little bit of Elastigirl right now in this season of my life where I'm being pulled from pillar to post, but all in a good way doing what God has placed before me. But we do traditional school, we do homeschool, we do church ministry, we do uh, personal ministry, um, and then I just do life and friends and dirty houses and lots and lots of dishes. So and that's, laundry. And laundry. <laughs> Forever laundry. Yeah. And yeah, I'm I'm in a lot of the same place that you are. I feel like I'm in an active Mary position. So Rick and I have been married 17 years now this October. Lily, sophomore, Garrison, fourth grade, and um, very much in the trenches of life. And yeah, laundry, dishes, friends at every possible um, moment. So good yes thank you especially for even coming today (laughs) with all the things you have on your plate so uh well today we're going to be in luke 1 we're going to start in verse 39 and we've seen mary be encouraged by the angel that elizabeth her cousin is expecting even though she is infertile or barren old all the above and (laughs) so this is where we find our story so courtney i think you're going to start Yes, I'm going to start in verse 39. It says, Now at this time Mary set out and went in a hurry to the hill country, to the city of Judea, and she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. 
And she cried out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how has it happened to me that the mother of my Lord would come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby leapt in my womb for joy. And blessed is she who has believed that there would be a fulfillment of what had been spoken to her by the Lord. And Mary said, My soul exalts the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior, for he has had regard for the humble state of his bondservant. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is to generation after generation, toward those who fear him. He has done mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who were proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, and has exalted those who were humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, and sent the rich away empty-handed. He has given help to his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, just as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and his descendants forever. Mary stayed with her about three months and then returned to her home. So what we try to do each time is make sure that we see what God is doing, who God is, what we see about Jesus being revealed in the passage, and what the Holy Spirit is doing, and what we can learn, first of all, from that. God has given this time with Elizabeth to Mary. That the uncertainty and whatever is going on with Mary, God has gifted her with this time with Elizabeth. How does that encourage y'all? Well, what that encourages me with is that Mary and Elizabeth had one another to do this um, pregnancy with. And I just think about being pregnant myself and having a sister or a friend that can relate with what you're going through and understand, mm. you know, the the things your body is going through and the things you're craving or, um, you know, so with them and their circumstances, Elizabeth with her age and Mary with her with her age. I mean, Mary is so young and Elizabeth is so old, but yet they're both pregnant. And the faith that it took to receive um, the gift that God had given them was just a miracle to me. Mm. Yeah. Well, and one thing I think that's so cool about God is, is oftentimes we put God up on this big high mountain and he's this big and amazing, awesome thing, which he is. But he's so relatable. He's the creator, and he created these two women. And he he knows us, and he knows what our longings are, and he knows what our hearts need. And sometimes you just need a sister to just walk through life with you. And he is not void or callous to those humanity, flesh needs and longings mm. in us. So the fact that he provided that that Mary could spend all those hours and all those months with Elizabeth in what could be the hardest time in her life up to that point. That's just so God being an intimate God about what the needs of that precious daughter of his. Mm. And how it encourages me how that must have helped her to be able to go back and face what was awaiting her. We don't we don't know how quickly she left. Who who knew about this angel visit to her? We don't know yet. We doesn't tell us. Did her parents know? Does Joseph know yet? Um, certainly when she returns, mm, whether or not yeah. they knew, mm. there would probably be all kinds of gossip, shame, mm. certainly misunderstanding, not only probably at the beginning here, mm. but 
I would say likely throughout her life that people would whisper about this one, this baby who was born out of wedlock. Right. And she could even have faced stoning. She could have faced divorce. She didn't probably know. So how encouraging it would have been to spend this time with Elizabeth, who Mm. we see from this passage was a full of faith. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, not just full of faith, but absolutely. We have um, a mutual friend and she says, if the Lord has told you something and you know in your, the deepness of your knower, then you can bypass a whole lot of other hardships because you know that God has said it. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that when Elizabeth, it says she was filled with the Holy Spirit, and then she started to say, what an encouragement to Mary. All she did was greet her. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth says, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, I know what's going on with you. Mm-hmm. This is real. This is what God is doing. And so do not doubt for a second that the hard thing that you're about to have to walk out is not God. Mm. And so the affirmation, and that just goes back to our humanity, even though Mary was a rock star with the faith and the belief that she had, she still would have been a 13 or a 14 year old girl. So letting God affirm and confirm what the angel had said Mm -hmm. in a woman who you look up to and you think highly of, and she's saying things that she would not otherwise know, that just would have been just mm. nurturing to that little sweetheart of hers to mm. go, okay, I'm not crazy. Mm-hmm. I didn't dream it. This is real. God really is doing this. And God had to be the one to tell her that because mm. there would be no other way for her to know. Yeah. And to think back with what you said earlier about possible persecution, if I were Mary and I were to think back to the time that I spent with Elizabeth and the richness of their bond and their relationship going um, through these pregnancies together, in those hardships that she might have been facing, I would have absolutely thought about, okay, okay, God, when we met, when we met this Savior of the world leapt in my womb, I would think about the times that we were together, um, you know, just doing daily chores as women at that time. And it would be very encouraging to me um, in what mm. could possibly be dark times to just keep seeking the face of the Father. Uh. What a gift that God gave. And the Holy Spirit is the one who's giving this information through Elizabeth in that moment. And she, she calls Mary the mother of my Lord, which shows us that the Holy Spirit is telling her that this baby is her Lord, which is, is amazing. And then as we go on and see what Mary says, how does that encourage us in her response? What do we see I mean, in her response there? She has such a posture of not my circumstances because my circumstances I really don't understand. I don't understand how this is going to be, but God. I do know who God is. I do know who God's character is. I do know. So I'm going to rejoice in my God. I'm going to rejoice in the creator and who he is. And I'm going to trust that what he's doing is good. So even though... It does not make sense. It does not look like something that I can understand. I'm going to choose to posture to not just say, okay, but literally rejoice. Like when you look at that word rejoice, it means to leap with joy. Like she got fired up and Mm -hmm. embraced what God was doing. She was not taken down this road of the mom of Jesus kicking and screaming. Like I think sometimes we are taken into what God has for us. Very reluctantly, she said, okay, and I'm going to rejoice in this. And that, to me, is a posture of how I choose to 
walk out what God's doing in my life. That's good. And our translation here says, my soul exalts the Lord. But another translation says, my soul magnifies the Lord. And I I love that word magnify because we can either magnify how big God is in our mind or we can magnify our problems or our potential problems. Right. And that's what, what you're saying is that she's choosing to magnify the Lord. Right. And see how he's with her, how he will be with her no matter what is getting ready to come. And it reminds me of Psalm 34, which is a beautiful psalm that talks about magnifying the Lord. And also it reminds me of Numbers 13, when the spies, Moses sends the 12 spies into the promised land to look at the land that God has given them. And they come back and they say, well, it's full of milk and honey. Oh, right. There are, you know, towns, there are villages, right? there are vineyards and pastures. It's beautiful. It's mm-hmm. full. It's fruitful. But mm-hmm. they're these tall men and they're, they're, they're bigger than we are. We can't possibly do it. Right. <laughs> so 10 of them magnify the scary mm-hmm. and yeah. two of them, Joshua and Caleb magnify. I mean, they tear their clothes and they're like, no, God has said that we just go and we do it. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, not that it would be easy, but right. that God has said to go. Yeah. Right. And, you know, the story is that God rises up and says, okay, well, sorry about it, but you have to stay here for 40 more years because right. you did not believe that I would go with you. And it's a perfect example of right. magnifying God and his power and what he's calling us to do or magnifying the scary. Yeah. And Mary is being called into a full life, full of fruit and full of challenge. And you, you don't usually get one without the other. <laughs> I don't think you get a fruitful life without challenge. And she, you know, at the very least, like I said, will at least be misunderstood. And she doesn't know how hard it would be. Right. But she chooses, like you said, to grab onto God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Us. Well, and that word, I love words. So um, that word magnify, it if you dig into it a little bit deeper, it means to declare great. And what that does to me as a mom, as a wife, as a friend, um, as a as a leader in different different areas, it challenges me to be very careful in how I respond with my own words, because the spies declared the greatness of God. And, and therefore, their words declared the good part. Mm. The other ten, they declared the horridness. Mary, when she responds to the angel and then back here with this song, she is choosing to declare. She is choosing her words wisely. And that tells me as a mom, when I get the phone call from the friend or my kid, and here are the facts. Okay, I can choose how I respond. Am I going to declare life mm-hmm. over the situation and look at it from God's perspective? Or, woe is me. Oh, my goodness. Am I going to be part of the dialogue like the spies? Yeah. There are giants in the land. We can't possibly do this. Oh, your circumstances are horrible. Oh, let's just get down in the ditch and be so sad. You're defeated. It's terrible. That's not ever how God looks at it. So my words hmm. need to be measured. That's good. And what I declare. Yeah. That's great. Thank you for sharing that. Is there anything else that you all see or want to share about the passage? Before we started here, 
I had to use the ladies' room. And in the ladies' room, there's a little plaque that somebody's given you, Ellen, and it just absolutely went back to exactly what God had said to me about the importance of what we believe being the genesis of how we respond. And it says, when we walk to the edge of all the light we have and take that step into the darkness of the unknown, we must believe that one of two things will happen. There will be something solid for us to stand on or God will teach us how to fly. And if our response and our belief is anything less than those two things, my flesh can run me a very merry road. And it usually doesn't end up well. So at the very beginning of all things, I need to believe that there is solid footing and God is not leading me anywhere that is not good or Okay, I, I don't understand it. Mary said, I don't understand it, but you're going to teach me how to fly. Yeah. 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 I think um, what it makes me think of, Courtney, with what you've said is that you've got these times in your life when you absolutely are challenged. And I think it, as we say yes to him, we maintain the yes in our heart. We maintain the yes in our spirit so that when the bigger things do come, when the phone calls come from the friend or the kid or whatever then we still have that yes to him. We don't know what it looks like. We don't know what the future holds, but we can say yes to him because we know he is absolutely holding our future. Mm. So that's very encouraging to me. Mm. Do you all remember Indiana Jones? One of the movies, I don't remember which one it is, but he has to step out into the chasm. Oh, yeah. And the, (laughs) the stones, as he steps out, the stones come up. I don't remember Holy what, Grail. Yeah. what nice. told him that he needed to step out in faith. It doesn't say in faith, but he, it's a picture of this. Yeah. That you step out trusting that God is going to put that stone there. And I, I think a lot about that movie, Indiana Jones, having a boy household. We've yes. watched <laughs> lots, uh, lots of, of, you know, whether it's Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Indiana Jones. Pirates mm-hmm. of the Caribbean, all of those things, yeah. and uh, Princess Bride. But I love pictures. I love movies, and I love pictures, and that's one of the ones that stands out to me. Y'all, thank you for being here. It's been just, as always, a rich time of discussion with the two of y'all. And we look forward to seeing these two babies um, being born. Mm-hmm. So they will both be born soon in our Christmas story. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. We've enjoyed it. Next time you need a prescription or you just want some preventative measures for the flu, go to Winds Pharmacy on 8th Street. Tell them I sent you and check them out at windspharmacy.net. Join us next time as we celebrate the birth of baby John. I sit down with a mother-daughter team and I can't wait for you to join in. But for now, I leave you with peace for your day and peace for your night.